Hi, my name is Tina, and I talk a lot. A lot. So I figured I may as well put these vocal cords to good use. You know what? This isn't my first podcast, but it just might be my last. See, my passions are probably not unlike yours. They're plentiful and kind of all over the place. I can hardly be defined by one area of expertise when it comes to my business. And I love things like wiener dogs, a good game night, and books. All the books. So honestly, it just made sense to brand me. This brings us to the show. Tina talks a lot. I think you may just get a kick out of it. Oh my goodness. So I know this title might give you hives just thinking about it in a couple different ways. Like you may already be past the nine to five world thinking I could never go back or you might be in it right now. And the problem with that is that you're thinking, how in the world would I ever get out? Right? So I have a few examples and a few things I want to share with you from a lot of experience of making this decision. Now you may think, Tina, you left one nine to five. No, I will give you examples of how my hubby and I have had to make this decision several times for different reasons. So without giving that all away, let's just get started. So truly making the decision to leave your nine to five is not easy. And it's not something that we should just take lightly. And I know that many people in this space, in the entrepreneurial space, in the network marketing space, and in small business, they often kind of make fun of the nine to five lifestyle. And I know that one big reason why this happens is because when you've been to the other side, when you've been to the other side in entrepreneurship and small business and all of that, you can taste that freedom and that awesomeness so much that you can't imagine going back. And you almost have pity for the people that are still there. So I get it, but I get both sides. I understand that it can be scary to make that leap. And so if you have been even slightly thinking about leaving that comfort zone, I want to walk you through uh, our story. So there's definitely comfort in that paycheck, but I can tell you that the other side of the paycheck is also very sweet. It can be stressful still. It can be crazy, of course, but it is so amazing. So I want to take a little... Uh, stroll down memory memory lane for you. Uh, Back in 2009, I was sitting behind a desk, even uh, worse than sitting behind this specific desk with a couple monitors and a telephone sitting there ringing off the hook. I was sitting in a cubicle, Uh, sitting in a cubicle actually with a couple other people. I wasn't even alone. Um, And I had to punch a clock every time I walked walked into uh, the building or wanted to leave the building or to go on an extended lunch or um, go for a walk or um, any of those things, right? I needed to punch in and out. And so uh, my boss and uh, his boss and their boss and that boss uh, knew where I was at when I was at work and when I wasn't. Then I would walk down the hallway 
sit down at my desk and I would need to put in a little code to let them know, hey, I'm available and at my desk. So I was doing um, customer service for uh, the architectural department at a window company, which just sounds so crazy that that was my role prior to opening up Tenacious in 2009. But it, it was, it was, that was my job. That's what I did. And so I would talk to architects and builders and, uh, you know, people ordering windows on a regular basis to know, hey, would this little formula of windows work out in uh, the house that I want to build or that I'm creating or remodeling. Now, I had bosses, right? I had um, middle uh, management in there. And honestly, my experience with having a boss um, generally was okay. But if there was anyone else in between there, if there was a manager of some sort, generally didn't go so awesome. In this specific situation, um, in this specific job, I would go home on a regular basis in tears because every little thing that I would do wrong um, or even just slightly off, I was kind of berated for. And I was probably pretty sensitive about it. I hadn't quite grown the thick skin that I have now against things like that. But I had a really, really tough time um, in this career. And and just not being passionate about it. I wasn't passionate about it. And that I'm sure that showed up in my work. Although at the time, I felt like I was putting my, all my effort in. Um, I know now that I probably could have even done better. And so this manager probably had every right uh, to be frustrated with me in any sort of situation. But to, to just lay it out there for you, I wasn't happy. I was going home uh, really unfulfilled and, and not excited about what I was, uh, what I was doing. I remember getting this uh, spreadsheet that someone had sent over to me and it was something that was created internally by employees that were nearing the end of their uh, time there. They were nearing the end and moving into potential retirement. And this spreadsheet was one that you could uh, put your number of when you had started, the number of years you had put in, um, you know, your age and uh, it would calculate basically how many hours you would have to work before you could hit different levels of retirement and pay out on pension and whatnot. Well, I remember filling out this spreadsheet just kind of out of fun. And this also brought me to tears because I thought about how long it would be that I would be working at that desk and maybe moving you know, here or there into different departments. But I knew that wasn't what I wanted uh, for my life. I knew that when I had put this viewpoint out there of who I was and what I was going to be in this world, it wasn't doing uh, that. My little sister um, at the time, uh, we have almost 18 years between us and she was real, real young. And I remember her looking at me think, saying, is this really what you went to school for? And uh, her little smart butt self uh, <laughs> really kind of hit with me. And I started really thinking about, you're right. I mean, that was one of many things, but I just remember this little cutie girl saying that. Um, and I knew that really truly wasn't the dream that I wanted uh, to follow. So... I had the entrepreneurial bug. I always did. I always had some idea of something I wanted to create or some dream that I wanted to follow. And I got it um, truly from my dad. He also had that same uh, bug. He had different patents he'd had created for ideas. He'd owned small businesses when I was younger. Although stressful, um, I also saw the excitement of something new. So I remember very vividly that um, one of my teachers at my portfolio presentation in college had said to me, 
that I, um, or that he would, was excited to see me in a creative director role someday. Now, uh, saying this to, you know, 20, young 20 uh, something Tina, you know, it made me start to think that he truly believed that the skill set that I had wasn't just sitting at a desk, wasn't doing design work, wasn't doing customer service, that I would be directing uh, something at some point. Now, uh, business ownership wasn't talked about in college, although I'm not sure why um, many of the professors had their own side gigs, but it wasn't uh, discussed as an option as much as it was finding a career, finding an internship, and, and jumping into someone else's business. Now, I, all through college and uh, after that, I had a little bit of a side hustle. I called it Tenacious Design, not uh, much different than the Tenacious you guys all know today. Um, But at that time, we were just doing, or I was just doing, design. And uh, I did stuff for family. Um, My uncle still uses the design I did for his uh, construction company. And uh, I, I love looking back at that and having it be a a logo that stood the test of time, of course, it's been quite a few years, but I also did quite a bit of wedding invite design. And this was back in the day uh, when we were doing like grommets and ribbons and double pieces of paper and printing and hand lettering and just all different kind of stuff. And I really, really love that. And that was truly tenacious design. Uh, I wanted more than this. I wanted more than the nine to five and come home and do the wedding invite hustle. And uh, I had a little baby at home. I had a one-year-old and that was um, really, truly what I, um, I, I wanted to be a mom, but so much of me um, wanted to be a mom that also uh, had a career. And at the time, um, that, that's what I, that's what I really wanted to pursue. Now I look back and I wish I would have taken more time with my kiddos and had more of a side hustle rather than a career. Uh, but we can't rewind. So here I am today. Anyways, um, you know, I had that entrepreneurial bug and I remember talking to one of my, um, cube partners at, uh, at my job and asking him if he wanted to collaborate a little bit, maybe even do sales for what was going to look like the new tenacious marketing. I started to, uh, seek out clients for social media management and web design and graphic design. I wanted all three services to land in this new, um, what was going to be uh, quite the agency. And I would talk about this constantly, wanting to grow it. And uh, my hubby knew that I really, truly wanted to grow this business and that I wanted to be this to be my business. Now we weren't in a position at all um, to have it be the only thing, although Preston had a very secure and great job, it could not be our only income. So I um, started to do tenacious uh, marketing uh, on the side and Preston started to tell me and tell his clients, his, his clients about what I was doing. Many of his clients own businesses or had a connection to businesses. And I, I met with several of them and, and one of the gentlemen was, uh, amazing. He, he said to me, Hey, why don't you, uh, quit your, quit your gig you got going right now. And, um, and this was, uh, the, the corporate cubicle and he goes, quit this gig, come over here, do some of the stuff that you're hoping to do at Tenacious, help me do some administrative work and I'll, I'll compensate you the same that you're making in your corporate corporate job. So to me, 
that was truly just like a sign uh, from God, uh, an angel coming down to say, Tina, this is truly what you are supposed to do. Now, although that wasn't a complete leap into um, self-employment, it was a step. And so that part of of my story was uh, something that I know not everyone can recreate, but just so that you are aware that it didn't just go from corporate to a leap off the cliff into uh, my marketing uh, company. So, you know what? Um, I knew um, truly this is what we needed. I knew that we needed something that was more flexible, having both of us in a um, more structured career was not going to work to have have a family or to grow our family and um, also do that. So here's a few things, a few little steps that I want you to consider as you are potentially making uh, that decision, that decision to jump from a nine to five um, potentially, or maybe um, one company to another. And I want you to think about these uh, few things. So number one is... Uh, what responsibility do you truly uh, have? Um, do you need to have the career you have uh, for your family to survive or for you to survive? That's number one. And that might take more than just being like, yeah or no, Tina, right? So it may mean that you need to pull out the spreadsheet or you need to have a sit down with your hubby or whoever is relying on you uh, for an income. Now, that um, could go a little bit deeper. It could go a lot a bit deeper. And I will share some examples of some stuff um, that we had to do, things we had to let go at another point in another career shift that we had here in a little bit. So write down what are your responsibilities truly? What are the responsibilities you have with having the career that you currently have in your life? Uh, for me, when I made a shift from having Tenacious be our number one um, income uh, earner to moving it to doTERRA, I knew that I was responsible for uh, quite a few employees. And so it took me a bit longer uh, to make the shift from going to employees to then going to contractors because I knew that not everyone was going to want to take that jump with me. They were going to move to different companies and they did. And it worked out perfect for all of us. Um, but it took a little bit longer because I was the one releasing paychecks out to other people. And I was holding on to that a lot. I was holding on to um, their dreams, their jobs, and not wanting to just kind of disrupt their life. So at that time, I was really responsible uh, for other people's food on their tables. And that was a big uh, responsibility, not just my family, but other people's too. Now, number two is what does success look like to you? So this one was a little bit hard for me and um, I didn't know what success uh, looked like in all these different areas. So different times, of course, I had to make the big shift um, in in going from, sorry, I have so many different shifts. I'm just like kind of in my own head, but um, I had the shift from going from corporate to owning my own um, business to then, um, you know, from working to someone, working to, from someone, you know, that whole shift, like that's what I went to school for. That's what I did. Owning my own business, which was a huge shift, but then even taking that and shifting my career focus. So from shifting from, um, 
you know, who I was, what I went to school for and having to switch that viewpoint to say, oh my goodness, Tina, this is what you went to school for, marketing and design. And now how are you going to take that skill set and what are you going to do and what are you going to move over here as you move into other things like selling doTERRA oils? So one is like, what are you responsible for? Two is what does success truly look like to you? Do you need to shift that viewpoint? So success shifted for me in a lot of ways. I was running towards, uh, you know, filling up a bank account, um, running to be on these uh, stages and speaking, traveling all over, um, you know, being in high heels and a suit jacket on a regular basis. And that was what my viewpoint of success was defined as. And now I look at it in a really different way. Now, nothing wrong with that at all. No judgment whatsoever. And not even that a shift ever needs to happen for those of you that that's your dream and that's your goal right now. But for me, success looked super different when I made this last shift from having, you know, a dozen employees to now working for myself and being at home in my, in my soft comfies today, as I record this is success to me was raising three kiddos to just like live their best life. And Uh, That just makes me emotional to think like I get to be a part of their life in so many different ways that I didn't get to before. And so success to me is raising three kids that are going to be like the best human beings uh, possible if I have any say in it, um, to raise them in God's word and to be present in our church and our community, to be able to volunteer as much as we possibly can. Um, there's so many different things and I could outline that forever and ever, but that's not your story. That's mine. And so I want you to define what does life success look like uh, to you? And that is going to help you. That's going to be the biggest one. We could just kind of end there, but I have some more points for you. So number three, I want you to look at this and say, if you were to release this job or this career and switch to something else, what is life now look like? Like right now, if you released it, if there wasn't really a transition period and you just released it right away, what does it look like? Now, if that brings on a whole bunch of stress because you haven't worked through this, you haven't done some of these things, you haven't thought about your responsibilities, you haven't looked at what the new success looks like or some of the other things I'm going to point out, then I would say you're not ready. If it feels stressful, then there's still some stuff you have to work out. And it might be physical stuff, it might be emotional stuff, mental stuff, whatever. Now, if releasing this job or this career right now feels like freedom, if it feels like a weight off your shoulders, then guess what? I think it's time to go for it. I think, actually, I know it's time to go for it. In my examples of all these things, as painful as it was to shift the viewpoints of who I was and when um, I did this, it was emotional and sad and there's grieving processes to all the stuff. I mean, even going back to corporate, I thought I was going to climb the ladder all the way to the top. Well, when you're in your own business, you don't climb a ladder, you make the ladder. Now I'm back in a world where I get to climb a different kind of ladder, a rank ladder in doTERRA. Um, But I had to let go of that um, in order to see then uh, why to release, right? Like I had to release the idea of climbing a corporate ladder in order to step into that next spot. So number one is just like, what are you responsible for? Number two, what does success look like to you? Um, Number three, like 
if you release this job, what does life look like? Now, stressful, uh, freedom, there's so many different things that you could write after that. And this might be a, a position for you to just start journaling, uh, journal what that looks like. What does it look like to uh, release that, uh, release whatever that is that you need to release? Now, I've said the word release like 100 times. It's my word of the year in 2019. So I'm going to be like handing it off to you all the time this year because I am working through this so much. Number four is what could you let go of in order to follow this dream? Now, I know we just talked about if you know if you release this job, what does life look like? And if you said stressful, uh, it might be be because of some financial things, right? So we had uh, lived our life just like everyone else or so many other people, the minute you make more money, you spend more money. And so we were at a position where we had locked our life into, we really couldn't in our mind at that time, release anything we had already brought into our life until, <laughs> until God showed up and was like, okay, here's this and this and this and this. And we got rid of a lot of stuff. And I've shared this in the past, but we release things that like, I just said I would never do. Like I would never not have a house cleaner at some point. And now I actually really enjoy, I know this is going to be a shock to so many of you, especially my besties. I actually really enjoy keeping our house clean and organized. It's something that I really uh, feel blessed to do and be of service to my family in that way. I wouldn't have known that because we were getting our house clean. Now, will I get a house cleaner again? Heck yes. <laughs> um, but am I okay being without it? Yeah. Especially for the freedom and lifestyle that we're living uh, right now. Um, some other things were really making sure that we made time to plan out our meals or else we were just all over the place grabbing meals on the go and not so much on the go, but like my husband will not let us do like the grab grab. And I should say that like, he won't let us, but like, we don't just grab food um, that we don't then have to make. But what I'm talking about is we were stopping at the, um, the market every single day. That's just not budget friendly. Now planning something out and, you know, making more than um, you need for the next day and lunches and planning that all out is, is cost effective. So I'm not going to go into all that. That's probably a whole nother podcast that I'm not equipped to be that person to, <laughs> to share. But what are some things that you could let go of in order to follow this dream? Again, it might be releasing some of those ideas of who you are. Um, but, but it also could be stuff that you are spending money on that you could let go in order to follow this dream. I mean, there's small things like cable or your Audible account or different subscriptions that you have that if you were to let go of that and what dream you could then possibly follow in order to get there, some sacrifice might need to be made, but I will tell you that it is so worth it. Now, number five is there may be one thing uh, just holding you back. And we had those things. One thing that we had um, when Preston decided to leave his job in May of uh, 2017, um, that decision was made truly because it was like, it was toxic for our life, for our marriage, for him to keep the job that he had. It just wasn't working out for our life. Um, I've shared a lot of these stories in the past. And one of the things though, that was holding us back from him quitting this job, even before he did was health insurance. 
having two people be self-employed um, for who knows how long, maybe forever. We had this health insurance just hanging over our head until we peeled back that onion and figured out, hey, guess what? There's other opportunities. There are other people in this world that are entrepreneurs and no one has health insurance through a company that they work for. And so we just figured it out and we found a co-op insurance that we really love, um, that we have. And because our life is so natural and we just, we, we don't do, we don't do doctor visits a whole lot. And so it really, really works out for us. And now don't put that in. If you do doctor visits a lot, uh, don't let it still hold you back. There's still options for you to figure out. So we looked at how much does, how much are we paying? How much is your uh, company paying? What, how much more would we need to make for that not to be a, be an issue? It is completely something that can be figured out. Another thing more um, I talked about quite a bit though is uh, for, for me, um, letting go more of Tenacious and my marketing company was that I had a degree in this. What the heck was I doing? I'm still paying on this degree, right? I still have uh, you know, student loans on this degree and I'm you know, setting this aside a bit. Um, to pursue essential oils, which I don't have a degree in, right? So it was like, I had to put that aside. So it might be something, you know, truly one thing that might be holding you back is you the viewpoint of yourself, which I've talked about a bit. So everything uh, by Marie Forleo's uh, statement, everything is figure outable. Everything under the sun is something you can figure out. If you want this new lifestyle, this new thing, I know that you can figure it out. So you guys, we've done the releasing of jobs so many times with Tenacious, um, you know, stepping into owning that business to then stepping into owning a doTERRA essential oil business to my husband leaving corporate and moving into owning his own gig we have made this releasing time so many times. If you have a specific, um, you know, questions around this, if you're wondering, is it time for me? Um, shoot me a message. I would love to chat with you about this because I know it can be scary. I know it can be scary because we've been there and I've shared with you guys, I make decisions really quickly. I do. Um, but it doesn't mean that they're not hard. It doesn't mean that it's not difficult to walk through and, and that there isn't a lot of mind work happening in that. Now, for me, um, I'm, I feel so blessed. I feel so incredibly blessed that we are in the spot that we're in. I can't imagine had I not said bye-bye to uh, so many of these, these things. If I hadn't released uh, these past uh, jobs and decisions and things and clients and, um, and people along this way, I wouldn't be where I'm at today if I hadn't said goodbye to some things that no longer served me. So the question is, are you ready to leave your nine to five? And if you can say, uh, yeah, and it doesn't cause you complete stress, then just start walking through these steps and figuring out some more of these details. 
It's been so fun to be able to chat with you about this topic. I can't wait to hear uh, from all of you that may be on the cusp of saying bye to whatever it is you are holding on to so that you can follow your dreams. And until next Friday, I hope you guys have a great week.